Good morning. Thank you for joining us today on Becca's World. Today, we're recording the next episode of The Blind View, so please be sure to hit your subscribe button so you keep up to date on all our episodes, okay? Today, we have Joanna and Kim with us, and Leon and Tom are going to be joining us along the way. So how are you guys today? Doing all right. Doing all right. Um, would either of you like to start the conversation? Uh, how's your weather? <laughs> my weather's great. They're installing grass in my backyard this year. Oh, you're getting, oh. is it the grass that you smoke or is it the grass you can walk on? I don't have room oh, in my okay. backyard to plant weed, I don't think. So. Oh, okay. Well, I just want to make sure what grass they were installing. Yeah. Yeah. So we're pretty excited. Um, the original plan was that they weren't going to be able to start until January. So when they started a month early, I was pretty jacked. Well, that's good. They actually I, started on my birthday. So what were you saying, Tim? I myself, I just got back from a four and a half mile hike with my dog. So I'm a little uh, tired, but uh, doing okay. So, it's a sunny day and cold here. So what kind of train did you hike in? Did you hear birds? Or were you like in kind of the woods? Oh, I was downtown. Uh, going you know uh working on the traffic crossing streets and mm -hmm. stuff like that you you have to with a guide dog you still got to do all the stuff or they they'll forget it mm -hmm. so at least once every two or three weeks we go downtown and we walk the streets and cross the streets using the audible crosswalks and letting mm -hmm. her get used to the traffic and stuff like that because one day i'll be out when this covid bullshit's gone uh yeah. traveling across the country speaking for leader dog the blind and i need to keep her trained up so she knows what to do when we go back out into the real world again oh tim that's really good that you're thinking ahead like that because yeah you definitely don't want glacier to lose any of her wonderful training that she received no and if i was going to be that irresponsible i should never got her so i'm you know some people get something that's given to them they don't take care of it i take care of the stuff that's given to me I, I have met other disabled people who have either guide dogs or service dogs of one kind or another, and they don't utilize them, and or they even abuse them or just plain ignore them, right? And I always well, angry. And we got good news last week from the Department of Transportation. No more emotional service animals allowed on airplanes starting January the 1st. I know. Wasn't Holy that great crap. news? That is great news for people like me who have a true real service animal uh mm -hmm. i can't tell you how many times i've been to the airport and there's a little chihuahua or a kitty cat and and uh i'm looking at this going oh come on give me a break so yeah, it's mm -hmm. good news they can take they can take those animals to the airport but they have to pay a, a pet fee and then they're yeah. stored in the belly of the of the plane so mm -hmm. great news for all of us who have mm -hmm. service animals real ones right i agree with you one reason I never got a guide dog is because of all the abuse that was going on of the system. It made me sick. Well, I don't let that hinder me. I just truck on. I'm an advocate for service animals and true guide dogs. And I just show everybody this is what a real one looks like. This is how a real one's supposed to act. And if you mm -hmm. see one that acts up, that is not a real service animal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, good news for us, those who have guide dogs. Mm -hmm. So hopefully, hopefully in July, when we all fly to New Orleans for the NFP convention, which right now I really don't see it happening, uh, everybody will be able to take their dogs and be a little bit, a little bit uh, nicer on the plane. So here, Tim, I'm an optimist, and here's what I think is going to happen. I think President Trump, I still believe President Trump is going to be a victor when this is all sorted out. Um, and the more time passes, the more I believe that. But so... Then Inauguration Day will come in January, and President Trump will be inaugurated again. And, of course, we already have the vaccines because the vaccines have been produced by Pfizer. And let's see, I think I heard Johnson & Johnson has one. And uh, Madura, I think. Madura. Yeah. There's, so there's four right now. Two of them are getting approved today and next week, and then the other two are becoming in probably January. Uh, the Madura one... Uh, I think that's the one's coming out of Germany. I could be wrong. Uh, they have to do another study on it, the third stage study. They didn't have enough people. 
So, uh, yeah, the Johnson & Johnson is going to have one that comes out. It's going to have only be one shot instead of two shots. So that's the one I want. That's the one I'm going to hold out for. I don't want to go two shots. Tim, the reason I brought up these vaccines is because I was going to talk about the NFB convention next summer in 2021. Go for it. I'm an optimist. And so I believe President Trump is going to be winning this election here when it's all sorted out. And I believe that these va- now that these vaccines are becoming available, thanks to President Trump, that people will feel comfortable using them in the coming months as you know they start to roll out. And if President Trump is at the helm of our government, our economy will be opening back up. And so I think by July, when we normally have our NFB convention and the, the, the vaccine is readily available and everybody who wants it or needs it has gotten it, I don't see any reason why we wouldn't be able to have our convention at the end of July or the beginning we, of July. Your lips to God's ear. <laughs> I, yeah. Listen, I... I <laughs> Uh, yeah, amen, brother. I, I'm speaking to God, dude, and I, I believe I hear God's voice, and I, I believe from day one that God put President Trump in the White House, and I really believe President Trump is going to remain in the White House. The Democrats cannot steal the country or the election from the American people. It just can't happen. Um, I really believe that. So, Well, the, the statistics I heard this morning is for an election night for Joe Biden to do what he did was one and one quadrillion mm. chance of happening. Yeah. And uh, I don't really believe a true person mm. can sit there and, and see that all these states shut down at once. Mm. And then the next morning they started counting and then all hell broke loose. Mm. Out of four or five cities, not states, cities, mm. uh, uh, Joe Biden was uh, doing worse than than uh, ever because he was he lost I think eighteen percent more counties than what was saved during Hillary's years that she was voted. He lost eighteen percent more counties, and Donald Trump's percentage was up in every category: black, Hispanic, Asian, women. All of it was up. There is so much evidence of corruption, widespread widespread mm-hmm. corruption through this election, especially on those damn uh, voting machines. What were they called? Dominion voting machines? Dominion. Yeah. Um, those were what made or programmed in uh, Venezuela, Venezuela, a communist country. Um, and some other, I believe some other countries um, that don't have our best interests in mind were responsible for creating those machines and then they were sent here and used against the American people to help the communist socialist Democrats steal this election. And I believe the Chinese government was involved in it. The Chinese government has been out to get us for a long time. And for China, that from the beginning. For China to get back and control of the world, Donald Trump had to be out of the way. That's why mm-hmm. this virus, virus was created. Mm-hmm. by now, China to get rid of Donald Trump. This is nothing but evil, pure evil that's been perpetrated upon the American people. And I, I do not believe that evil will prevail in any situation. Mm-hmm. I believe God has ultimate authority here and the American people have ultimate authority here. And our constitution still reigns supreme. If we refuse to let them disqualify our constitution, you know what I mean, and our rights, I mean, we still have a lot to stand on here as Americans. And the fact that our president has our backs. If we have his back, we've got this licked, you guys. We've got it in the bag. We just have to stand with our president because he's got our backs. Well, we're going to see what happens. The uh, lawsuit that was put in by Texas yesterday that now will be heard by the Supreme Court, which is a good sign. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're suing for the states. And hopefully... The only way I see it is that lawsuit's got to go through and, and, and uh, it has to be approved by the, the Supreme Court. Uh, it's getting closer and closer now. It's down to the nut cutting. And uh, if it's going to happen, it's got to happen in the next two weeks. So God is really good at, at what is it, like um, big – you know, big uh, send-offs or big 
surprises, you know what I mean? And so is our president. Our president also specializes in uh, like, got, like extravagant wow things, right? So I'm sitting back and I mean, I'm, I'm being prayerful in my heart and mind, but I'm really anticipating that we're going to see a lot of great things coming from our president and from our God in this situation. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Do I sound like a nut? Well, it, no, it doesn't make you sound like a nut, but uh, it's just sometimes God gives us what we want, even whether we like it or not, because other people, we get what we deserve. And this country has gotten so far away from God that, uh, I mean, we're killing babies left and right every day. Millions and millions of babies have been slaughtered and murdered by abortion. And uh, we are, uh, it's just, I mean, people who kill unborn babies, that's, um, I can't phantom that. But uh, listen, Tim, God loves each of us individually. He knows each of us individually. He goes after the lost sheep, right? Just because some of us are being naughty and doing things wrong doesn't mean God's going to punish all of us. Well, it says, if, if you believe in the Bible, which I do, it says mm-hmm. it, it eventually God gives them up unto their own thinking and their sin. All right, you want it? You got it. There you go. And then he turns his back. Oh, so eventually Tim, God does turn away from you. Oh, I agree with you, Tim, and I know God's word says that. And honestly, on election night, I was asking myself, is God going to turn away from us and leave us in this situation? But there have been so many things happening since election night. Every time I tune into the news to see something different, I'm not talking about uh, CNN or Fox News or any of these. I mean, I watch those things, but I also tune into these independent um, YouTubers and stuff. Every time I start to feel that it's hopeless and I'm just praying in my heart, asking God for a sign to give me hope, and I go on my, my YouTube or something, there's an amazing story about another great, uh, another great, oh yeah, this will probably get it for us. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. I, I keep hope alive. I'm, I'm like Je- mm-hmm. Jesse Jackson. I keep hope alive. I do that every day until... Joe Biden is sworn in. There's always our, a glimmer of hope. And, our president uh, and his team are still out there fighting for us. And I'm, I haven't given up hope either. Listen, you guys, I d- said this before, 30 plus years ago, I was told there's no hope, lady, give it up. You will never be able to do X, Y, and Z, right? But I couldn't believe that. And the same is true in this situation. How long, since election night, we've had these Democrats saying, oh, you guys might as well give it up. Joe Biden won. We won. You guys are being, you know, babies and being unrealistic. And, and stop looking under all these trees and stop looking in these voting machines and stop looking at all this stuff because we didn't cheat. That's, that's ridiculous, right? Well, but what do we keep finding out the more we look? We keep finding more and more evidence of cheating. Mm-hmm. So yeah. just because they're telling us to not look doesn't mean that they didn't cheat. It means they have stuff they're hiding. Well, they did uh, a, a thing here. There's a county called Ware County, W-A-R-E. They mm-hmm. took the Dominion voting booth and they put in the same equal amount of votes for Donald Trump and Joe Biden. And at the end of it, Joe Biden got 23% more votes than Donald Trump did. So they put in 100 ballots of each. Joe Biden got 123, and then uh, Donald Trump only got 77. Mm-hmm. So that's – so I think all these, these vote, uh, Dominion voting booths need to be audited, every one of them. Mm-hmm. I think in Michigan they're going to audit 20 of them because that, that's where that was also the same thing happened up in Michigan. And what, that was caught the day after the election. So if it's happening there, why can't it be happening everywhere else? So mm-hmm. we're running out of time. If it's going to happen, it better happen fast. And Listen, uh, Tim, it is happening. I really think it is happening. I can feel it. It's happening quickly and organically. It's, it's happening. Have you, have you been tuning into, like, just these, these independent YouTubers? Like, I've been – the last week, I think I've seen at least four different YouTubers pre- presenting evidence that President Trump will pull this off. Well, I mean, that's that's fine and dandy, and I'm, I give them credit. 
But right now, the only evidence that's going to work is the evidence that's going to be put in front of the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. You can give all the evidence you want, but unless you're in front of the Supreme Court, it don't mean nothing. So we've got to hope and pray that uh, what's coming out of Texas yesterday works. Mm-hmm. Which it could, because it's a strong case. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Now, listen, if SCOTUS refused to hear it, then they might have the people rise up because people aren't going to stand for the Supreme Court denying us our rights to be heard. Don't you think? Sorry, I had to sneeze. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. I don't want, I don't want war, uh, but it's whatever happens, I am not going to bow down to Nancy uh, Peloso and Kabbalah Harris. I don't call her the Kabbalah, not Kamala. Kabbalah Harris and Joe Biden and Chuck Schumer. Uh, the election here in 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 uh, January is getting really heated down here. We're all pissed off. We're all pissed off at our governor because he's a wussy, and I would put a P in front of that. And our Secretary of State is just I, I don't know. Uh, these ballots that are coming in are not being signatured matched. They are not. That was part of the agreement he did with Stacey Abrams uh, mm-hmm. two years ago. So mm-hmm. what, they're, what they're doing is they're only, only matching they're doing is the envelope and the signature inside the voter, the, the, the vote inside the envelope. They're not matching it to the application. Uh, there's and- there's your problem. If it doesn't match from the application, it could be anybody that's signing that signature. Yeah. So uh, it, it's it's so screwy here in Georgia. And 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 I saw that video last week where those people were taking those uh, those suitcases from beneath that table and running them through the machines. Mm-hmm. And it is. They're just waiting for everybody to leave the building and they, and they just start running to this table and start pulling out four or five of these big, huge suitcases full of ballots. And then they're running them for two hours. Yeah. And listen to me, Tim, because there's all this evidence of fraud, various cases of fraud throughout the country in these, what are they called? These um, states that are really important in the elections, you know, because there's so much fraud that just, makes me think that there's absolutely no way the courts can refuse to hear the case. Well, the that's people what's going need on. justice. Rebecca, that's what's going on, though. They, they take these, this evidence in front of the judges, and the judges won't even hear the case. They just toss it away. They, they don't even want to hear it. They throw it out before they even any evidence was given. And that's what's going on in here in Georgia. The judges just doesn't want to hear it. They just throw it out before anybody starts talking. So these judges are liberal. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to change it. Well, doesn't that just kick it up to the federal Supreme Court faster? Well, supposedly. We'll see. Because uh, Sidney Powell has done a, uh, a, uh, an appeal to what happened two days ago. And I, I don't know what's going to come of it. We're running out of time. That's the problem. We are running out of time. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, you better brace. Because if we don't win, it's going to be communism. If if a president, a a person who was elected president, got 80 million votes for be president, and on Thanksgiving Day he does a speech on Facebook and only 1,000 people watch it, that's the total. That that right there proves to you there's some shucker shit going on that mm-hmm. this is all fake. I think what happened is I think Donald Trump got 80, so many millions and millions of ballots and votes more than they thought. I bet you Joe Biden didn't get 60 million votes. Yeah, well, they had to cheat so much to overwhelm the Trump. That's voters. why they stopped yes. the counting. That's yep. why and they it, stopped it, the counting. They were about to give themselves away with their bogus cheating. They didn't do enough cheating, and they were surprised how many American people voted for Donald Trump. So that's why they stopped the counting at every place in Atlanta, Pennsylvania, in Philadelphia, in Pittsburgh, Detroit, and, and, and in, in Milwaukee. They stopped those counts. 
so they can get all the ballots they needed and started counting the next day. So that's why it all happened. Come to find out that the water main break that they said it, that happened here in Atlanta, it was nothing but a urinal. A urinal was leaky. They right, just used that, that for the excuse. Mm-hmm. So it, it, you're a damn fool. If you can sit there and listen to all this evidence and stuff, you know, two and two together, it, it equals four. There's cheating in this, and you're so a listen, fool maybe you don't those, believe it. Maybe if those nine justices on the Supreme Court are spineless cowards and will not stand up for the American people, but I believe the American people will stand up for themselves. And I don't think the American people are going to lay down and take this. Well, the best thing you can do if Joe Biden is sworn in is get behind every Republican you can and pray to God for the next two years that we survive the next two years and that we take over the House of Representatives. And you better pray that we still hold those two Senate seats here in Georgia in January. Because in, in, Jan, in, in 2022, there are more Republicans up for reelection than Democrats in the Senate again. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple there that are very, very shaky ground. Mm-hmm. And we need that little cushion. So which ones are vulnerable? Uh, the the one in Pennsylvania, name? Pat Toomey, he's retiring. So mm-hmm. he's not running for reelection. So when there's not a reelection, you got two new people. That's not a good thing. The incumbent usually wins. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a couple of states that are in left-leaning countries. I mean, even here in Georgia, uh, if uh, – Kelly Leffler wins in January. She's got to rerun again in two years because that's when the term for the person she replaced, his term ends. So she's got to run again in two years again. Mm -hmm. So we've got to take control and keep control of one of these houses. Mm -hmm. That's the only hope we got. Yeah. So if you're a viewer in Georgia, remember what Kim is saying. That means you. You need to go to the polls and vote for your Republican representative. Don't send a mail-in ballot. Right. Go to your polls and vote mm-hmm. electronically. Because if you mm-hmm. put it in a mail ballot, it can do anything. And make sure you're not voting on a Dominion machine. Well, let me tell you what happened to a friend of mine and who voted in Arkansas. What's that? He's blind, and he was going to try out the new uh, accessibility on feature on his voting machine. Mm-hmm. It wasn't working very well. So there was a poll lady behind him and he was getting ready for vote for Donald Trump. And she goes, no, honey, you need to go to the box to the right. She was telling him to put punch for Joe Biden. And he uh-huh. saw enough of the screen to, to where it said Joe Biden. And he goes, honey, no, I'm voting for Donald mm-hmm. J. Trump. She was mm-hmm. telling him who to vote for. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's ridiculous what's going on in these polls. Right. And they, that's what really irritates me about, like, I tried to go vote on an accessible voting booth this year. And if my friend Gino hadn't been with me to help me fill out the card, I would have had to rely on some total stranger to help me fill it out. And how do I know they wouldn't have just written Joe Biden, even though I told them to write Donald Trump? Yeah. So, I mean, it, 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 it's a sad affair. Mm-hmm. They take advantage of our disabilities. The Democrats, they'll kiss you and give you sweetness, but behind your back, they're going to put a knife in your back because all they're going to use is use you for your vote. Well, they do that with every every group they consider minority, you know. Yeah. Um, every, every two years, they're kissing your ass, and then after the day of election, they forget about mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Just like they've done for the for the African-Americans in this country. The Democrats have, have wooed them all these years. And once the election's over, they forget about them. And then yeah, when he, it's time for re-election again, oh, no, Donald Trump has done more for the black community in the past four years than anybody has. So didn't the Democrats show up at the NFB virtual convention this year? Oh, yes. That's and I remember how shocked I was because I don't remember any other year. And I've been a member of the NFB for several years now. I don't remember any other year where we had Democratic politicians wanting to engage in our in our convention, right? But this year, because they didn't have to put any real effort into it, they could just show up virtually for a little while and spew their bogus bullshit at a bunch of blind people who were just sitting there listening to them. Uh, Nancy Pelosi was there, and I mean, Dick I heard Durbin. Who? Dick Mike Durbin. 
geek driven yeah so it really irritates me that they took that advantage of that situation you know where they don't ever, never care about the blind population any other time until well, they can take this opportunity yeah, because Dick Durbin, I watched his his speech, and I got pissed off at the NFB because he was he was spewing out his hate. He was talking about DACA. You know, everybody knows what DACA is. Mm -hmm. And he was sitting there saying how terrible it was that Donald Trump is a racist and won't let all these DACA people stay. And and he was able to spew all this puke out. But if I was there at the convention, I would have stood up and said, "No, sir, you lied." Donald mm -hmm. Trump not only offered you all the DACA people, but on top of it, he was going to let three million other people become legal citizens. But you wouldn't allow it because you didn't want the wall built. He was negotiating with them, and they would not accept his deal because he was going to get his wall built. So Dick Durbin screwed the DACA people on purpose. Mm -hmm. But... I got. I wrote a letter to the the NFB president, and I told him how disappointed I was that they let all that political bullshit be allowed in our convention. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was really shocked and put off by the whole damn thing. Really. So I, I, I right now I'm barely hanging on to the NFB. Yeah. Because yeah. of their because NFB does lean left, and I understand that mm -hmm. we need to have a voice mm -hmm. in Washington. I get it. But we shouldn't get 100% of everything we want because it's impossible. Listen to me. Here's the reason that leaning left as an NFB member doesn't work for me. The leftist mentality is like the mentality that the people had that locked me down under that guardianship, right? They were the people saying, you can't succeed. You will never be able to do anything. Let us take care of you. Let us tell you how to live your life, Right. I fought for 15 years. Yeah, I have fought for 15 years to get mm -hmm. away from that insanity. And so I know that President Trump is the right team to be on because he speaks of, of I mean, he says to people, look, here's an opportunity. He built opportunity zones for people, right? He was he doing built a lot of opportunities. opportunities and make stuff happen instead of saying, look, you guys just can't do it. It won't happen. Mm -hmm. Or what, what, what have the Democrats been saying here lately, though? They're, instead of saying you can't do it, they're saying you will die if you go try to do it. This stupid yeah. virus has just given them a, a new thing, you know, to, to mess with. Well, Donald Trump put $50 billion in opportunity zones in minority uh, neighborhoods in all these urban mm -hmm. cities. And uh, him and Tim, I think uh, Tim Scott down there in South Carolina got together and it was really all these minorities were having their own little businesses and stuff. And these, mm -hmm. these poor neighborhoods started g uh, building up again economically. And, and they were getting jobs to minorities and mm -hmm. Democrats hate that. That's why. They're not trying to help anybody right now with uh, stimulus checks because they want to crush every small business person. The only ones they want to help is the big ones. But the little uh, uh, little owners, they don't want because that's where all the jobs come from is all the small mom and pop shop, shops and all the little restaurants. They want to crush those. This is part of the whole organization that they're trying to do right now. To try to kill America, and, and so that, that I'm sorry for interrupting you, Tim. But what you're saying is absolutely the truth. But it really irritates me that the Democrats have actually managed to convince most of the American voters of just the opposite. They managed to convince the American voters that they're on their side. And it's they're not. Insanity. Only only side they're on is it's just it's just like what eight nine months ago on the late night show. Uh, Nancy Pelexi was at home and she was showing everybody her $12,000 refrigerator with her $100 pint, $100 pint ice cream. People are out there, barely can feed their children, put food on the table. And she's sitting there showing all this fancy stuff that she's got. But everybody else out in the real world is struggling because of COVID-19 because she couldn't get her little bitch ass working in Congress to get us, everybody get some help. They don't care about you. They do not. They act like they do, but they don't. People need to wake up and start thinking about who they're casting their votes for. 
Like I said, and that Donald. Means like your midterm elections as well as your presidential elections. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want I want everybody in this country to succeed. I want white people. I want black people. I want Asians. I want everybody. Because if everybody succeeds, our country succeeds. And mm. that is the best way to recuperate. We can't hold each other down. We can't choke hold each other. We've got to embrace each other and let's help each other. But let's do it through capitalism, not socialism. Socialism has never lifted anybody out of poverty. All it does so is keep the rich, all it does is keeps the rich richer. And the poor, poor, and we, we, it's like they feed them cake. We'll get the little crumbs while they're up there making their money. Well, hey guys, I've got a quick minute. I wanted to share with you the great news that you can now get my first book, Because You're Blind, in hardcover, paperback, and on Audible. See the links below. This is the story of what it was like waking up blind at the age of 12, and then several years later being stripped of my constitutional rights by my parents. And it's the story of how I had to fight to get my constitutional rights back. It's a very powerful story, and I encourage you to listen to it. And the first 50 people who email me will get a free download of the Audible version. And all you have to do is go on and write a review on Amazon for me. Thank you very much. And now back to the blind view. If you guys will remember where we were at last year at this time, just before Christmas, do you guys remember what was going on? I remember all over the news, the Democrats were gleefully promising to deliver an impeachment to us, remember? That's what the Democrats promised to deliver to us for Christmas last year, and they failed. Do you guys remember that? I See, the reason I know all this is because I wrote about this in my book that I just published. It was pretty crazy. Tim, do you remember that last year? I remember last year very well. Yeah, which and the fact that they fumbled that ball makes me think they're going to fumble this ball too. Well, they did impeach them, but they they knew that they weren't going to win in in the Senate. Mm -hmm. uh, they do anything to try to destroy Donald J. Trump. They could never do it. So the only way they got rid of him was with this. I say I call it a planned pandemic, not a pandemic, but a plan pandemic a pandemic, and, and then with all these these ballots so that's why they did it to try to get rid of them because that was the only way they did it and i bet you that good old 55 56 percent of america loves donald j trump and they can't handle that so uh they had to get rid of them and that was the only way they're gonna be able to do it by cheating so uh christmas this year has been uh, uh I'm, you know, spending very little money because I'm preparing for the worst. Mm -hmm. uh, don't know how much longer uh, uh, this pandemic or pandemic is going to go on. Uh, our unemployment here in Georgia is at 4.3%, which is great mm -hmm. compared to where we were five, six months ago. Mm -hmm. uh, because we've opened up everything. We're not a bunch of wussies like they are in California and Illinois and Michigan and, and North Carolina and any other little Democrat state. So we opened up everything up. Yes, we got pandemic. We got people getting COVID-19, but we're going to bust through it. We're going to keep on trucking because you can't stop a virus. It's impossible. And you can't stop living your life because you're afraid of dying. That doesn't make any sense. If you're scared of, of everything, you're scared of something, you'll never walk out your front door ever again because yeah. just walking out your front door, you can get killed. So uh, if God determines to give me COVID-19 and I die from it, that was the way it was planned out back when I was born. Mm -hmm. But uh, I try to be as healthy as I can be and uh, be careful. I guess I wear a mask. I keep my hands clean as much as possible. And I've gotten through nine months of it without it. I've got a sister that's had it. I've had two nieces or three nieces that's had it. Uh, my aunt's had it. And uh, they, they all survived. They're all alive today. So and, a whole bunch of females had it in your life. That's interesting. Yep. My, uh, my aunt, she's nah, 87, and she survived. Mm -hmm. She never went to the Good hospital. Good for her. Never went to the hospital. So if you get it, you have a 99% chance of making it. 
I think we might have had it here last March, and I I know my sister and my other roommate were really sick with it, but I did all I had was like 102 fever for several days. Well, you had it then. <laughs> you had 102. What? That's a high fever. That's part of the. Uh, you may have yeah. had it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we all had it last March, last year, and has none of us have had tests, you know. But you can go get the uh, the antibody chip test if you wanted to. Well, are they going to do that? I hope I can get that so I can avoid the stupid vaccine. Well, I don't know if the antibodies you have in your is enough. That's the thing because it, eventually mm-hmm. it'll wear down. The uh, oh, I don't according think to all the system. <laughs> so all the shots, it's just supposed to, it's supposed to like uh, seven times the antibodies. So and Tim, the, I in my mind, this <laughs> coronavirus is a lot like a flu bug, right? And, and my body's already fought off so many various strains <laughs> of the flu. And I know with each strain of the flu, your body will never have the same strain of flu again. And my system has just gotten stronger over the years with each new strain of flu I've fought off. And so I think my body will just fight, just fight off the corona in the same way. I think I probably developed an immunity to it because of all the other immunities I already had on board to similar illnesses, you know? Well, I get the flu shot every year. And I've never had one in my life. Huh? I said, I've never had one in my life. I'm sorry for interrupting you. I had the flu shot last, this year and last year. And last year I ended up in the hospital in Christmas day. And I could, I'm telling you, I think I had COVID-19 back last December. I've never had a flu shot. I got the flu shot in uh, October last year. Oh, okay. So, uh, in December, I was in the hospital on Christmas Day, and I was there for two days, and I thought I was dying. And you think you had the COVID? I really believe I had COVID. I had a high temperature of 103. They couldn't break the temperature. I had a cough that, oh, my God, that cough was so bad. Did it so feel bad. like your lungs were full of fluid and you couldn't get it all coughed out? Um, no, I just couldn't quit coughing, and it was so bad it felt like my insides were going to come out of my mouth. It was the worst cough I've ever had in my life. Cause you're gagging, right? I told somebody I am dying. You've got to get me to the hospital. And I got there, they took my temperature and they said I was septus. And immediately they rushed me in the back. And within five minutes I had two IVs in me, one in my right arm and one in my left arm. What does septus and mean, Tim? Uh, there was an infection in my blood. Okay. And man, if I didn't, if I wasn't in the hospital within twelve or thirteen hours, I could have been dead. Okay. That's how bad it was. Mm-hmm. And so they kept me, and they couldn't break my fever for almost twenty-four hours. Oh wow! Did and I've never. Did I what? Did you like lose consciousness while you were in the hospital? No, no, never did that. Uh, I just, uh, it was horrible. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the s- second night I was there, I started feeling a bit better. And I still had the cough. It took me about three or four weeks to get rid of the cough. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it, was, it, was, it, was t- it was terrible. And so this was December of 2019. Just yes, before. 2019. And they, they've told people they really believe COVID-19 has been here for longer than oh, February. Yeah. They believe it was out in California way before and I think I, I heard like October of last year, even possibly a month or two earlier, they were seeing symptoms of what they thought might have been at, at different yeah. places. They just didn't know what they were looking for. Right. They just yeah. thought everything was the flu. Everything was the flu. Right. Yeah. So uh, it, it was it was terrible. I don't want to have it again. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've never been in a hospital like that. I've never spent. Uh, it, it was rough. It was rough. Well, my sister and and our other roommate were like my sister, especially. She was couldn't stop vomiting for like two days, and she was so weak. And our other roommate, he had pretty serious symptoms too. But like I said, all I had was that high fever. All I had was dry heaves because I my stomach was just I wasn't sick in the stomach. It was just the cough was so bad. Oh. It was horrible. You know. The year, I think it was a year after I left my husband, 
that spring or the spring after, I had a really bad respiratory thing for like three or four weeks that I couldn't stop coughing. And I missed a lot of school because I was up all night coughing, so I couldn't sleep. And so I was like tired during the day. Plus, I would cough during the day too. And it was horrible. But I didn't even go to the doctor. I just stayed home and fought it off. So I don't even know what that was. But I wonder if that might have been, yeah, that could have even been it. You never know. You just never know what goes around anymore. Uh, we've got people coming in this country. We have no idea what they're bringing in here. Uh, that's what one good thing about having a wall. You get to, you know, test who's coming in here. You have tuberculosis, polio, have all these nasty diseases from South America come up here. And when you don't have a border and anybody can come in your country, this stuff starts spreading all over the country. So uh, it, we need to have a border. We need to have a wall. We need to have security. So we just know who's coming in here. That's, yeah. just, that's common sense. And anything that makes common sense, Democrats hate. So, Oh, yeah. Like I said, I said early, early on when I was first doing the blind view, I said that liberals act like they've had lobotomies. You know well, what I mean? They're thinking you, it. If you could see Nancy Pelosi, she looks like she's had a had one. She's had so much plastic surgery, oh. she would melt when she gets near a candle. Oh yeah, I can't believe she's. She'll be eighty one next year, and I'm really? going. When is this bitch going to retire? Now, didn't she have children? <laughs> yes, yeah, she's got a she's got a daughter. I know of that, and she is worse than she is. She is more progressive than she is, and they believe that she'll probably run. Her, so uh, what, what about when, her daughter? Has her daughter reproduced? I got I hope not. Hopefully they st believe strongly in abortion in that family. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what they preach, right? <laughs> well, for, for a Democrat, being pregnant is a disease. So you, right. you got to cure the disease by killing the baby. Yep. It's like I told somebody the other day, we got all these scientists that's out there trying to find life on other planets, amoebas and bacteria and all that stuff. And that's a sign of life. But when you look at a, a baby in the mother's belly, uh, three or four weeks after conception, you can see a heartbeat. That's not life. And I just don't, I can't understand why bacteria and all the other stuff's life, but not an unborn baby. Mm -hmm. I just can't phantom that. And God is going to put his wrath on this country. And it's going to make 9-11 look like a little uh, uh, ice cream party. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right, Tim. So what do you want Santa to bring you this year other than Donald Trump's victory? Oh. Um, I have a lot of hearts, a lot of uh, dreams in my heart and mind, and God knows what they are, and he's been fulfilling them. And so I suspect he will be fulfilling more of them between now and the end of the year. So I'll just let God decide what he wants to do for me for Christmas. <laughs> you got your grass in your backyard. Here's That's one good. thing I learned about God. If I give him a suggestion, it puts him in a box and limits what he can do for me. So I like, I like to not put God in a box and I say, whatever you want to do, God, because he usually gives me bigger and better prizes than I could have even ever imagined. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got that. You got that right. I want to tell my viewers something. Learning to look for the blessings in your daily life and pointing them out and claiming them is what causes God to keep pouring more and more miracles into your life. Once you start pointing them out and claiming them and calling them out, calling them out to people's attention, that's when God really starts making stuff happen in your life, when you show that kind of faith. So if you feel like you're struggling, like you're not getting what you should be getting from God, start looking for the smallest blessings in your daily life and thank God for those blessings and point, start pointing them out to people. That's what I did, and God started really pouring on the blessings. And I think a lot of people right now might feel like they need blessings. Well, I hope the Lord blesses me with an, uh, an Apple Watch 5 this Christmas. <laughs> I wonder what Glacier is hoping for for Christmas. What does Glacier want God to bring Oh, she's up? getting a new Nyler bone. Oh, I better quiet. She's over there sleeping. Uh, she's <laughs> getting a stuffed animal. And, uh, mm -hmm. uh, she needs a new bed, so I'm going to probably get her one of those MyPillow dog beds. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, she's, she's precious. She's a 
She's a little delicate flower. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that my pillow guy is pretty cool. Yeah, I like that guy. He was down here last week. Uh, in Atlanta? Yeah, he was here in, in, last week in Atlanta uh, doing a Trump uh, tour and and uh, trying to uh, campaign for the two senators here. He probably might run for governor in Minnesota in two years. So Mike yeah. Lindell's his name, right? Mike Lindell? Mike Lindell, yeah, that's I believe that's his name. Yeah, Mike he's Lindell a, he's is a from sig- my home state, Minnesota, and – yeah, and he's a small business owner like me. He's an amazing he person. Used I'm to be a, was addicted to cocaine and had the bad mm-hmm. addictions and all that stuff. And he's overcome a lot. He he found God and he cleaned his life up. And now look at him. He's a a great man and somebody yeah. that we all need to sit there and read his book and and mm-hmm. uh, he's an inspiration of what you can be. Yeah. If you if he can come out of the addiction of drugs and alcohol and all that stuff, anybody can do anything. Mm-hmm. You just wouldn't gotta have be, that. Since he's a pillow guy, wouldn't it be funny if he made up like some kind of pillow people of like some of these democratic politicians or something? Wouldn't that kind of be a funny idea? <laughs> Probably, but I wouldn't waste my time on it. Or or, may, or maybe some of the politicians that we like, the ones that are good to the American people, you know, like President Trump. But, I mean, being a pillow guy, and the thing about Mike Lindell is he's like me. He, he seems to think outside the box, and he comes up with new ideas, right? So I wouldn't put a pastor to do something cool like pillow people or something. I'm just expecting him to come up with something, another new idea or new product here in the coming year or two. You know what I mean? Well, he's got, uh, he's got towels now you can buy. He's got... Yeah. he's got the the, the mattress thing he's got mm-hmm. the i've got a my pillow i use a my pillow every night and those my pillow uh, dog beds i'm thinking about getting some of those for my dog yeah i need, need to get one for glacier because she needs the support so she's got a a real thin bed she sleeps on so mm. she's complaining a little bit so yeah but uh We'll see. We'll see what happens. Like Can I, I said, I, talking? that's uh, Tom's here. Tom, are hey. you okay? Tom, are you coughing? Are you okay? Yeah. yeah, I'm okay. Okay. I thought maybe Joetta was joining us again. That's. I think Joetta got a phone call because I was hearing something ringing in the background oh. when she was on. So we'll see. But. Uh, what do you want for Christmas, Tom? What do you want Santa to bring you? Uh, a talking watch. Ah, one of those talking watches. Yeah, I told everybody I want a Apple Watch Five, but uh, we will see. Um, yeah, the ceramic model is fifteen hundred bucks. No. <laughs> What's fifteen hundred bucks? The ceramic model of the Apple Watch Five. The ceramic model? I don't want the ceramic one. I just want the aluminum one. Yeah. I think it's uh three hundred twenty-nine dollars. Mm. That's not bad. Yeah, well, it is when you ain't got the money. So. Yeah, I. That's a fifteen hundred bucks Apple Watch. I found it pretty ridiculous. Because you can't use your Apple Watch unless you have your phone right there with you. You know, you can get all the same information off your phone you can get off your Apple Watch. Well, it's got the good stuff on there. It's got the heart monitoring, the... the. Uh, Do you realize the, it, you have to pay for an, another whole... Like when I had my Apple Watch and I was wearing it, so it would track that kind of information and stuff. And so it would be like connected to my phone. Do you realize I was paying like another... Uh, like fifteen ninety nine a month or something, just so I could use my watch in conjunction with my phone, and I found that really ridiculous. So, mm. yeah, I just decided. Like, I still have my Can Apple Watch, but it hasn't had a charge on it in a while because I was to stop paying that fee each month for a device that really didn't do much for me. You know, plus you got to buy the watch in the first place, which. Like I said, it doesn't do anything that the phone doesn't already do, and you have to have the phone right there with it to get it to do anything. You know what I well, mean? Because connect to the phone. It, it'll still, like, if you leave your phone at home uh-huh. and you do uh, steps and stuff, the GPS on it still works. 
Man, but like you, can't, you can't, you can't like log, you can't like use your apps and you can't get phone calls and do messaging and stuff like you can't. Oh yeah, I can, yeah, I can understand. But you can get, yeah. if you're rich, you can get the, uh, the, the uh, cell phone service put on it. But I know what you're saying. Oh, if but you're then rich, it's, yeah. But it's like today when I was walking Glacier, uh, if I had my Apple watch on, when uh, uh, Brandon called me, I took my phone out of my pocket and I dropped my phone on the hard concrete. Oh, my yeah. iPhone, uh, very expensive iPhone. And um, so if I had a watch, all I had to do is just tap a button and I could have talked to him on my watch while my phone was still in my pocket or somewhere. And that's right. convenient. So I wouldn't have to worry about dropping and busting my phone. Now, did your phone survive the fall? Uh, I haven't checked it out yet. Most likely it did, but it's got the one's got the glass backing on the back. It's an iPhone SE 2020. Uh-huh. And so, uh, but so if I had the Apple watch, I could have answered the phone or you can listen to music on there, uh, on the headphones and stuff. Instead of using your phone, you can uh-huh. use, so you can leave your phone at home and still listen to your Apple music offline on there. You can download music on there and listen to your, you can listen to iPods or what, uh, through and listen to your uh, podcasts and stuff like that. But I mean, it's just whatever you think you can do, but I mainly want it for the heart monitoring and the blood pressure and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Cause you know, I'm, yeah. I'm getting old. So, you know, you got to monitor that stuff. Uh-huh. Hey, Rebecca. What Tom? It's okay. If I talk about some blind friendly games. Yes. Go ahead, Tom. So some of the blind friendly games are RS games, your slot, uh, blindfold roulette, audio wizard that costs four ninety nine, and your feud. I like playing uh, the. Uh, was it something against humanity? You play dice uh, world, Cards yes, against I humanity. Like, I, yeah, I like. I, I play dice world. What's your dice world? I have dice world too. It's Rust R U S T, the number two fan F A N, all one word. Rust, Rust two fan. That's it. Yeah, I kind of wrote it. We played before, haven't we? Rust. The only fan. thing I don't play is pig. Really? You play that balut or whatever? Yeah, I love balut. Balloon's the only game I won't play. Can you help me understand how to play it so maybe I can follow up with it? I hate it. I used to not like it, but now it's it's the only game I play. So can you explain to our viewers how you play Balut then? Because I don't even know. Well, Balut is you're trying to get as many of fours and fives and sixes as you can. Uh, you've got a number at the end that you got to reach. you got four uh, slots in each number. So I got, I got four rolls for fours and fives and sixes. And so you try to get up to like uh, 48 points on the fours total and then 50 something on the, or 60 something on the, on the fives. And I can't remember what the, I think it's 75 on the sixes. And then you got a straight, so you got your full house, you've got your chance oh, numbers. It's, 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 it's pretty good game. I like it. And uh, you got your. Uh, My dad's world username is King Cobra. If you want to challenge King Cobra. me. All right. Cobra? Okay, great. Thank you, Tom. So, Balut's a good game. I can't stand threes, and I don't I play like anything. Pig. Oh. Pretty much. I like threes, but I get bored with it quick. I like Pig, because Pig is so fast-paced. It's Pat. I can't stand that sucker when it squeals at me. <laughs> my I hate that damn. I want to punch my phone. One time, I threw my phone because of pig and I said okay I can't play that game no more because that pig just squeals at me like it's making fun of me because I just oh my gosh so when I was still with Randy I I hated pig and then I made myself play it until I figured out how to play it right so I didn't lose all the time and so then I start once I got good at it then I started um challenging my husband to pig and at first he complained at me because i was challenging him to pick because he hated it right but i made him play and i explained to him how to get good at it and now i think he likes pig too i like balut i guess i'll have to figure out how to like balut because if other people can learn to like um, it i can my, like my highest go on sparkle fourteen thousand seven hundred. oh my oh, gosh really i love sparkle sparkle's okay 
Does anybody play the tournaments? I play tournaments I, once I, in a while. I do when sometimes. I, get... I used to go on and buy the unlimited gold for 24 hours, and I'd play, like, the tournaments, like, when I was had kids and I had a lot of free time on my hands, you know? When I was a, a stay-at-home mom and wife years ago. <laughs> stay-at-home mom. <laughs> uh. Well, now we need to do our prediction show next week, next Tuesday. We need to get oh. everybody on here. Yeah, so let's remind our viewers. So if you – we're making predictions for the new year, right? New year, because next That's week's so – the week before yes. Christmas, I think. Please email us your predictions at info at bluebutterflyenterprises.com. Um, this show will be airing on Friday. Tim, do you know what Friday's date is? Um, it's actually the 11th, isn't it? Yeah. I Friday, so. December 11th is when the show will air. And the following Tuesday, which would be the 15th, if you guys can get your submissions into us um, by, say, 5 p.m. on the 15th by emailing them to info at bluebutterflyenterprises.com, then we can talk about them on the show on Wednesday. We need to get everybody in here It's in our group on one big call and yep. let's pick our predictions. Tim, did you say two wacky predictions and one serious no, prediction? One, serious no, two, one two serious predictions and then one wacky one. Okay, great. So That sounds here. wacky. It'll be fun. Yeah, yeah so that we sounds need to get, wackier. We need to get everybody that's in our thread on next week's call. Yep. Okay. And yeah, our viewers can participate by emailing us. And next week, if, like, Hopefully, Leon will be able to be on and Joetta and maybe some other people who've been on over time, maybe even some new people, and we'll get some more participation, too. Even the man behind the camera needs to be on, Brandon. Oh, you mean Gino? Yeah, Gino or Brandon. <laughs> so, uh, everybody needs to be on because the next week after that will be Christmas week, and then the week after that's New Year's. So, yep. it's, it's getting down to it. I have to figure out a special New Year's show. Um, last year, I did a special Christmas show and a special New Year's show for my channel. Everything's just sneaking up on me so fast here. Well, won't you just have an hour of you singing Christmas songs? Because <laughs> I don't want all my subscribers to hit the unsubscribe button. <laughs> nice try, pal. <laughs> uh... Guess what level I'm at? And I so, did you did you guys see what I posted on the group thread this morning as far as suggestions for a Christmas show? I yeah, won't I be did. able to make. I won't be able to make it. So you saw what I suggested on there, Tim? No, I, I haven't been able to read. I just got home. So I suggested that we could we could either maybe do a live, like pick a day between now and Christmas when we would be available and we could do like a live show if we wanted to, or we could do a pre-recorded show, but we could do a show where we maybe talk about our, our favorite Christmas memories or favorite Christmas traditions as Americans or whatever. You know what I mean? We could do a show where we talk about that either live or we could do it pre-recorded, but if well, we do it live, it might be more special, but that's a lot to ask. So but what do you guys think about maybe doing a pre-recorded show where we at least talk about our favorite traditions and memories? We can do that uh, two weeks from today, and because that's the Tuesday that before the Christmas. Is that the, will that be the Friday before Christmas then it will air? Yes, that'll be the Tuesday before Christmas. Oh, you mean the Wednesday before Christmas? Yeah, Wednesday. I can't do Christmas Eve because I'm headed out of town. It is Wednesday Christmas Eve? or No, Thursday, the 24th on the Thursday. Okay, well, we'll figure it out. But So we're agreed we'll do a Christmas show. Okay, great. Um, as long as you sing one carol song. Are you saying you to me or everybody? You, you, you sing a, a Christmas song. <laughs> I have to sing a Christmas song, Tim. And you got to put, antler, you gotta put uh, deer antlers on your head, too. I don't have deer antlers, dude. You got two weeks to buy them. I can order them on eBay right now and have them shipped to you. So maybe if I, can get, if I can find a recording of maybe – um, some Christmas songs and I could play it. I, I would think I'd be willing to dance around and sing in. Well, yeah, my, do the dance around the Christmas tree song. iPad here. I'd be willing to do that. Yeah. Do the one where you're dancing at, you know, around the Christmas tree. Yeah. Rock along the Christmas tree. Yeah. What's that song? Dancing around or yeah, rock around the Christmas tree. Rockin you just gotta have all your clothes tree. on. You gotta have your clothes on though. I have my clothes on. This is Arizona. <laughs> I don't have to be bundled up like I have to. I'm up in Montana. 
<laughs> oh. Uh. oh, my back hurts. Sounds like somebody needs to go get a massage. Oh, I went and got a massage yesterday. Um, I'm actually right this minute looking for my vape. Watch, I, wa let, let's watch her take a puff of that vapor. Oh, there she goes, sucking it. I blow out little, little circles, smoke. Man, that's, that gum, you can inhale that, can't you? You should see my bong hits. I can clear a full bowl myself. Oh. oh, I still have virgin lungs, so I'll just keep it that way. <laughs> the guys are here putting our grass in. Well, it's R-U-S-T, Rust 2 Fan, the number 2 F-A-N. Simple. All right. Well, you guys, I've got to go. Yep. It was nice seeing you guys, and we okay. need to get everybody on here next Tuesday. Everybody. So we need to start texting everybody to get them on the show mm -hmm. next week so we can do our prediction show. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay, well, Tim do you, or Tom, do you have anything you'd like to add before I wrap up the show? No. Okay. Well, since Joanna hasn't joined us again, and since Leon hasn't made it on, then we're just going to wrap up the show. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Blind View. Please remember to email us your predictions for next year at info at bluebutterflyenterprises.com, as well as any Christmas ideas you have, and we will share them on next week's show. Again, you can email us at info at bluebutterflyenterprises.com. Please, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. Please like, share. Peace out, everybody. That's a wrap. Smoke a bomb. <laughs> Thank you for watching Betha's World. Please like, share, and subscribe to my channel.